This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I'm in a wrestling ring and somebody comes out the way Malachi Black did with demon antlers and a skull mask on, walks out in that silhouette with the spotlight and the lights go out. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. What? I'm taking my boots off right then. I'm, I'm literally retiring in the ring before the match happens. <laughs> I will, I'll pull a Cody before I even need to. I'm done. If I just see that entrance, I'm out. Period. I'll tell you my thoughts when we get to it, dude. But okay, I'd be okay. the complete just... opposite of you. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is your AEW Dynamite homecoming review. Uh, August 4th. This is coming from Jacksonville, Florida, back in Daly's Place. Yeah. Uh, one more dip into Daly's Place before we hit the road again. I mean, technically, we're still on the road, but we kind of, the road looped back. Jacksonville, and then we're going to go back on the road. We had a pit again. stop in Jacksonville. It is a uh, great show, though. Great, great, uh, a, a great homecoming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before we get into talking about the whole show, uh, don't forget to check out all of our other content that comes out each week. Uh, you can, uh, our Dynamite reviews, uh, which you're listening to right now, uh, we do Q&As weekly, uh, topic discussions, interviews. With an S. Plural. Uh, Rampage reviews coming very soon because Rampage is right over the horizon. We're almost there. And we will uh, be and- setting up an entire schedule thing so everybody knows when everything is coming out. And it will be posted yeah. on the Twitter uh, for yes. us. Just thought I'd mention that because people keep going, what are you doing about Rampage? It's like, hey, yeah, we have a plan. <laughs> we have a plan and we will, we will post that on Twitter. So, Again, that and that leads right into this. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You yes. can follow you can follow the channel at Beauty X the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Dixie. You can. So Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some dynamite? Oh hell yes, you know I am. Let's go. All right. The show kicked off with the third labor of Chris Jericho, the third challenge that MGF has laid down uh, for Jericho in order for Jericho to get to him. Apparently, you know, we had some back and forth on whether there was four people he had to get through and then MGF was the fifth labor. I think MGF actually said during this match yeah. on commentary that he is the fifth labor, correct? He is the fifth. Okay, so I think that's cleared up. That should be it, unless MJF doesn't know what he's talking about. But he <laughs> should know what he's talking about because he's the one that set this thing up. So I trust MJF with this. I don't trust him in general, but <laughs> with this part, I do. But yeah, this was this was a, a, a this is a good opener, a different type of opener. Um, uh, because you know, it's two guys. I guess you'd say in the twilight of their career. Uh, if you've yeah. never seen Juventud Guerrero, this is the first time I've seen him wrestle since watching him wrestle Jericho in the 90s when they were with WCW. 
And this so is, you've got a good know, idea then if this is like, if he's, yeah. you know, aged yeah. well in wrestling terms, should we say. And I'll tell you, this was one of those where you talked about uh, Matt Hardy and Christian. You had yeah. that in your mind of the 2001 Matt Hardy Christian. Mm -hmm. This was a similar feel to me. Uh, okay. And I, I knew I knew better. Uh, I knew better. I, did, I knew <laughs> I, I made wasn't the mistake. Get... You shouldn't have followed my mistake. <laughs> I, I, no, I couldn't help it though. Like I'm like, because <laughs> Jericho and Hoovy wrestling back in WCW was always so much fun. Yeah. And uh, just those first few moves reminded yeah. me that okay, these guys are older than they were. Uh, yeah. Not as quick as a hiccup as they used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but. You know, even though it was a little bit sluggish in the beginning, it really got rolling halfway through, yeah. and it fin it finished well, uh, yes. in my opinion. I, th I can think it finished well. And, and in the end, um, Jericho took Hoovy down with a Judas effect, but couldn't pin him because, <laughs> you know, MJF's stipulation was he has to win it with a move off the top rope. Yeah. So what did he do? He climbed mm -hmm. to the top rope, and just as Hoovy got to his feet, Jericho took off off the top rope, and connected with a, I guess you call a super Judas effect from the top rope. Uh, took Hoovy down again, and this time he ain't getting up. One, two, three. Uh, Jericho beat one of his longtime rivals in Hoovy mm -hmm. Duke Carrera. But afterwards, Wardlow came out, <laughs> F10 Hoovy, and then dropped Jericho with the casualty of war. Uh, that corner move he does with the knee strike. Yeah. Good Lord. That looks, that looks that horrible. That looks like it hurts. It does every time. Uh, and then MJF revealed that the fourth labor is going to be none other than Wardlow himself. And I think MJF is going to be the referee. Yeah. He's at least going to be at ringside. It got a little confusing uh, because he said he was going to be at ringside to make sure, or it, 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 I think he said at ringside to make sure it was called down the middle. Mm -hmm. But then JR said, yeah. MJF's going to be the referee. So, Either way, MJF is going to be there and, and going to be involved in the finish of this uh, Wardlow-Jericho match. He so. really doesn't want to face him, does he? <laughs> He's doing everything he can to uh, to stay away from it. So mm. what did you think about this whole this whole scenario? Yeah, to start so, the show? so obviously I've never seen Hoovy at all. Um, so I kind of had this as like, you know, this is my first time seeing him wrestle in a ring at all. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't overly keen on the start. I was just a bit like, mm -hmm. like you, that like it was it was kind of slow, a bit ploddy. Um, yeah, you, you could see the setup for a lot of moves, um, mm -hmm. which you I could. mean, it's not like the end of the world. It's just like you know something that it, it was obvious. Um, yeah. Same as you though. Like once we got kind of past the first few minutes, it kind of started speeding through a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, I do like the fact that Chris Jericho tried to end with the um, Judas effect, and Overhead was like, "No, no, 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 no. you can't do it." Um, and he was like, "Oh, right." Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so he had to go to the top. Um, so yeah, I it was a good match to see. I'm happy yep. that it was at the start and it wasn't kind of like anywhere else because it kind of would have like, I don't know, mm. not tied in yeah. very well personally. Um, yeah. Wardlow is a mean, mean big guy. And <laughs> when he turned up, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? 
Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so he just like, you know, killed two guys in the ring. Um, and then he always just is like little like scary man face thing. And I know I'm meant to be petrified, but I always go, no, look at his face. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it just does, it's his face, he's so expressive in his face. It's just, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. And I think I want to see more in the ring just for facial expressions alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how um, Jericho survives this because, um, like, yeah. Cody and Wardlow was in a, a cage, so, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and that yep. that was an amazing match, and that was ages ago now it seems. Um, so yeah, so I'm interested to see what happens, and yeah, MJF is just gonna you know make sure. I don't know how this is going to play out. Somehow, yep. some way, MGF has got to be taken out so that the match can actually finish. And it's it when they re- he revealed that Wardlow was the next, the fourth labor. Mm. Not that it was a not that it was a, a letdown, and it wasn't by any means because I I love Wardlow and you do also. And I know a lot of people do, but we've been conditioned at this point now to like okay, we got the. Uh, Got the Nick Gage surprise, and then we got the the Juventud Guerrero surprise. So yeah. you're like, what's the next surprise? Mm-hmm. This wasn't really a surprise. It was okay. It's a roster member and somebody that's mm. expected. You know, it's not like a surprise. Yeah. Not nothing like shocking, real. Oh, but the appeal of having MJF involved, possibly as a referee or as an enforcer yeah. or something on the outside, adds that drama to this match, mm-hmm. where it's not just Wardlow. Versus Jericho, yeah. now you have MJF that might get physically involved in the match. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the the, the drama is going to come in. Where yeah, it's not as surprising, but in, the dynamic with this type of match yeah. makes it just to see how how Jericho gets out of this. Yeah, they couldn't keep like bringing in oh my god no. surprises because no, at some point you've got to get to MJF, and we know it's it's mm-hmm. hopefully going to be happening. So there's not a surprise yeah. there. So no, I think, no, no, no. I think it was like Sean Spears. Then we went up a notch, well, two notches, yeah. I'd say, to Nick Gage, came down a notch for Hoovy, come down another notch for Wardlow, and yeah. down 55 notches to MJF. I still I still <laughs> think the next, we talk about the, the surprises we're getting <laughs> coming down all these notches to MJF. Before we get to the MJF notch, I think I think that next surprise is going to be something in that contract. I'm still stuck mm. on that, and I know they haven't mentioned it, talked about it. I think that's for a reason. I think yeah. when I think when Jericho gets past Wardlow, that's when MJF like he's mad, I'd, he's angry. I'd laugh, he's like, but, I'd laugh if but look what the, you, the contract and it is. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll do the five labors to get to MJF, and then the next thing before MJF is nah, sight. <laughs> 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 no, uh, but I tell you that this was you know it was good for me seeing yeah. Hoovy and Jericho one more time. Although it wasn't mid nineties, late nineties Hoovy Jericho, mm-hmm. this is probably the last time we're going to see them wrestle. So mm-hmm. there was a warm feeling. Just I just no, even though it, yeah, it I was it was great seeing that. them one more time. Yeah, I just can't believe that after when I put my expectations up for Hardy and Christian. I know, and I you did was, it. And you said to me, 
I can't believe you did that. And then what did you go and do, my friend? I did the same thing. You did the same thing. It's easier said than done. I'll admit it's easier said than done. You know, the problem was. I was completely insane for thinking it. (laughs) The problem was. Mine was was 20 years ago. How long ago was yours? I know. I don't. Here's the the issue was as soon as I I, I heard Hoovy was going to be wrestling Jericho I, I went back and watched several oh old my God. WCW, Hoovy Why Jericho you do matches that? Ah, I know and that's my problem I went oh I got to go watch Hoovy and Jericho again and that really that speaking of which I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some of those videos you got to see them back in the day you'll enjoy it I at least send you a, will let me no no it will make you happy seeing Hoovy okay. in his prime though just to, okay. I may send you a Hoovy highlight reel. It's okay, at least do that. that, yeah. Do that, do that. You'll appreciate it. You'll you'll see where okay. I'm coming from with him. He okay. was amazing. He still is amazing. He's great. Just <laughs> you know, he's he's older than he was. All right, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, next, we had Dasha backstage with Penta and Phoenix, but Pack was missing, oh, and. Andrade and Chavo were not missing, though, as they walked up and they claimed that they made sure that the Lucha Brothers made it there in style. But did they do something to help Pac not arrive? Who knows? Uh, They also extended the Lucha Brothers another invitation to join them. But Alex Abrahantes let us know that Penta says no. No. (laughs) I'm sure he said something else, but we just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We got what mattered, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, these are little segments, so there's not mm-hmm. much really to, like, get from them, I don't think. Yeah. I'm just, I can see where they're heading, and if they break up Death Triangle, I am <laughs> going to be absolutely gutted. Not going to be happy about that. I ain't going to be happy about that. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> come on, like, it was the most random thing that happened anyway, these three people being together. And then it just worked. So why 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 do we have to ruin it? <laughs> yeah, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. Not ruin it. Speaking of ruining things, oh no, this is so sad. Tony Schiavone was backstage with the Dark Order, and Hangman back showed in the up. Bar. <laughs> back in the bar, and Hangman showed up and laid the blame squarely on himself. He blames himself for the Dark Order losing their shot at the tag titles, saying it's time for him and the Dark Order to go their separate ways. Not what we wanted to hear, was it? No, and like, it's like, I have to do this for myself. I think it's best we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. I, I know we're friends. I love you guys. But for now, I think we're done. And I was just like, but you just yep. got the gear, dude. <laughs> you just, you're just part of the dog on like, Give with one hand, you take with the other. Um, like, no, this is not what that. I want. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, why did Kenny Omega have to ruin everything? That's, that's why we can't I'm have nice things. Omega, why we can't, can't have nice, nice things, things because of them three. I hope you're happy. But this is this is kind of that um, that step back, um, yeah. you know, that we thought might be coming for Adam Page, and and here we are. And now he's and to the point where he's, he's throughout the day. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, it, it gets worse. Hang it on, there's so more to come. Worse. More to but come. Before we get to the sad stuff, can we get to like the most happiest match I've ever seen? 
people being it in my entire life. Yes, let's do that. Oh um, my and goodness. The next match was 2.0, a new tag team making their debut, who were formerly Everize in NXT. And I'm just going to point out, like, I know a lot of people might not be familiar with them, and I know we're going to talk mostly about Darby, Kingston, and Moxley. Yeah. But I want to point out, if you, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to their interview on What Culture. You will love these guys. Um, they do this seem is the like first a time, team. Yes. And this is the first time I've actually seen them because I don't watch NXT. I'd heard of Everrise in yeah. NXT, but I wasn't familiar with them until I listened to that interview with them on uh, on What Culture. And they are absolutely – you listen to that interview, and I promise you, you'll you'll be fans of these guys. So I was happy to see them on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, knew they were gonna lose, but they were <laughs> like they were. Yeah. Even if they went debuting, you knew yes. they were gonna lose. Yes, seen you was in the ring with them. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. They were. They were such personality bubbling oh, yeah. out of them in this match. You could see it, especially against yeah. them three. Yeah, it was. It, they were the perfect guys, I think, to put in there. Oh I'm not as familiar with Daniel Garcia, who was with them. Not as familiar yeah. with him, but I'll. I think I'll he's look from into the him, indie scene. Okay. But yeah, I, I enjoyed watching him too. So, uh, but yeah, so anyway, so it's yeah, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia versus Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley. With Sting. Uh, when, yes, and Sting was at ringside with Darby, but he wasn't in the end, he wasn't just there for Darby. Um, oh my gosh. So, look, I'm going to get straight to the ending of the match and I'm going to let Sarah just gush about this thing. So, oh my goodness. It, Here's the ending. Uh, Moxley just about flipped Garcia over <laughs> with a paradigm shift. And then Darby followed that with a coffin drop for the win. One, two, three. And then Darby, Eddie Kingston, Moxley, and Sting were in the ring together celebrating. Sarah, the floor is yours. Oh, my God. This was so amazing. Darby has new, like, entrance titles, for one. Did anybody mm-hmm. else notice? Um, the the animation, I, yes. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, that was great. That suits him. He's wearing gloves with fingernails now. Love that. That's a nice yeah. little, um, you know, added on thing. I feel mm-hmm. like he's gone a bit darker. Slightly. Darker? Slightly darker. darker. Slightly. Wow. Just, you know, a bit more into the shade. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Wild Things boys came out. I just love them mm-hmm. two together, just like strolling around, just you know, being being John and Eddie, being John and Eddie. That is such like a buddy movie from the nineties, isn't it? John and Eddie. It is John and Eddie. <laughs> um, Turner and Hooch. They look so uh, like elated to be back, like with each other by each other's side. Um, yeah. When they got in, Mock saw Stinger did Sting's little woo thing with. <laughs> Pop me stupid, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and then they kind of like met up with Darby, and like, oh, like gave each other like a little high five. It's like, I love these three guys separately, and I love obviously Mox and Kingston together. But this three is something that I wouldn't mind seeing on a regular basis because they look, it looked like two dads with their tearaway son with the granddad at the back. It was just like <laughs> it was just such a, like a family unit. It was so sweet. Um, yeah. So obviously Darby started off, and then when he finally got back to the corner, 
Eddie to tag himself in just ruffled his hair. <laughs> Which I was just like, oh, <laughs> daddy, get out. Um, yeah, and then, you know, they, they killed you, the guys. Um, I do love how when... Um, 2.0 um got on to the outside of the ring. I don't know which one it was, but he was kind of like, yes. oh my God, it's the real sting like this. <laughs> and Sting's just staring at him. And he's like literally flipping out because you would do. And all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I just saw this like, projectile of Darby. Like a bullet. Like a bullet. Just, just came through. Not the guy who's backside, but then Darby managed to stand up against the barrier and just walk back into the ring. Sting still stood there looking where the guy was stood in front of him like, right? And there, there was a person here just a second ago. I know there was but there was somebody I, standing here. I love that 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 is like even if that wasn't done on purpose, that looks legit amazing. Just like Sting's star power basically caught somebody uh-huh. in headlights. And because they couldn't think of anything else Darby bullets <laughs> comes out and just knocks him <laughs> over, and then it's like just think, and he just gets back into the ring and carries on. Like it, it, it is so realistic because that's just, that's the way that a normal person would react to seeing exactly. Sting for the first time live, and it worked perfectly for that kind of wrestler. The first <laughs> time they're in AEW, and they're like, "Whoa, you know, Sting! It's Sting! This is a real love, Sting!" Like, I love how then. It's still like he doesn't have to do anything physical. It's no. just that aura around Sting that just makes people go, oh my God. Uh, like, I have to stop and, like, you know, like take this moment in. It's literally like caught in headlights. And then, yeah, Moxley then, you know, like dropped the guy on his head, coffin dropped Darby Allen. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. They look so happy. They're all like, high fiving each other. And I put it on my Twitter, <laughs> but the picture. Where Mox and Eddie are genuinely smiling with Sting in the middle. It was like two kids that have just been to Comic Con. <laughs> 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 they look so happy, like, my God, it's Sting, man. Sting. <laughs> oh, my, it just tickled I'll, me so much. I'll, I love it that they're even they're not too big, yeah. too fanboy over Sting. And that's it's that's well, nice. I just and like and someone commented somewhere on on the picture. I put the picture on uh, Twitter, and I've used it. And but someone commented on one of the pictures like that, going, "Is that Mox smiling?" <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's, he's smiling. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I was just so happy. So, AW Tony Carter, if you can hear me, more trios of these three. Eddie, Mox, and Darby Allen plus Sting, because if you put that on, this girl yeah. is so hyped, like three of the top guys for me in AW in one ring working together. Ah. That will brighten <laughs> brighten your day up every time. Oh, I literally, I am going to watch that so much because it's just <laughs> it's just happiness, it's happiness. Uh, yeah, there was uh, more of this show. I mean, there was, there was, yes, In- including the video package that came next. It was highlighting the feud between the new FTW champion Ricky Starks and his former faction partner, whom he took the title from, Brian Cage. Rick, Ricky says she'll show Cage what a real champion looks like. 
Taz says it's better to be with Team Taz than against them. And Brian Cage reminds everybody that no one is better than Cage. Mm-mm. So are we gonna get are we gonna get a rematch? Is that where we're leading? Um, I would have thought like. so. I would have thought mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. but yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, there's not much really to go from that. Um, mm-hmm. is just Ricky Starks looks uh, amazing with the title. Ends off. He does. He does. Um, then after that, we got the Super Elite Squad. I guess they're still in their basketball mode. Uh, they were shooting hoops in the back. And the Good Brothers featuring Gallows in one snazzy robe. Joked oh about goodness. the Dark Order's chances of taking the Impact Tag Titles. Apparently, uh, Uno and Grayson are getting a shot at the Impact Tag Titles yeah. next week. I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they kind of joked about the Dark Order getting those shots. Uh, the Bucks wearing whatever the Bucks want to wear. Uh, they want their jerseys. Re- <laughs> they want their jerseys retired, and they think they'll have to be buried with their belts. And Omega, with a flipping Cookie Monster shirt on, says, "When it came to taking the game-winning shot, Hangman came up a little short, as usual." Then Cutler, who earlier tried to get a word in but failed, they didn't <laughs> let him say what he wanted to say. He cut down the net, kind of symbolizing the end of the of Hangman's chances. And Omega having no more challengers. Uh, so the elite were having a good old time in the back. Um, good for them. I'm, I'm sure you love that. Yeah, I wanted to punch my TV. <laughs> 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 uh, no, this was this was funny. Um, on the side of, you've got to love to hate these guys because yeah, you cannot yeah. deny how brilliant they are. But at the same time, you just want to... Give him a good slap. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, just, I love these little segments. They're just, just so just, funny. Just everything they're wearing. I mean, you just look around that room and it's like, what? it's literally like they got dressed what? in the dark. <laughs> I know. Like, or a rainbow is... threw upon them. <laughs> <laughs> Gallows, that, 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 that robe, man. That, that robe was. Um, you know, on anybody else, I'm not so sure how that plays, but <laughs> on on Gallows or on Ric Flair, that's it. Like those two, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, I, if it looks bad, I'm not going to tell Gallows it looks bad. Let's put no. it that way. Uh, but I've heard a lot of references to the Cookie Monster T-shirt that that was a CM Punk reference. Is that apparently? I think it. I think it was joked a while back that CM and CM Punk actually meant Cookie Monster, which apparently it doesn't really, but that was part of the joke there with the mm. shirt. I didn't pick up on it, but I've seen it mentioned on Twitter. So yeah, I wanted to point that, that out. Well. A lot of little uh, CM Punk nuggets being dropped throughout shows. Mm. Uh, I mean, as they I don't should know be. If he's coming or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he's coming. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Next, we had. Um, the Blade versus Christian Cage. Um, this kind of got started because the Blade attacked Christian last week with brass knuckles. And what do you do when somebody attacks you with brass knuckles? You get a match with them. That's what happens. What I thought was interesting during this match is that the bunny tried to get involved and Layla Hirsch came out, kind of cleared her out. Uh, yeah. So Hirsch with a little bit of an assist uh, to Christian Cage. Uh, that also ties into the fact that uh, Layla Hirsch was facing the bunny later in the night. But mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. 
this match ended when the blade tried to remove a turnbuckle. And while the ref tried to repair it, blade grabbed the brass knuckles, which we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, but turned around to get nailed with a spear from Christian. One, two, three. It was literally out of nowhere as well. It was like, boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Christian got the win. One, two, three. So what did you think about, uh, about this? I know you love Christian. Uh, yeah. He's amazing. Um, yeah. I, this was a good match. I just, it was, I, I just don't feel like there's any actual storyline going on for anybody in this match. No, because the, the, the blade keeps getting put in these matches because he's attacking people with the brass knuckles. And that's just, yeah. that's the only real mm-hmm. thing there other than Christian's ongoing feud with the Hardy family office. Yeah. Uh, the blade being part of Hardy family office, you know, that there's the tie yeah. in there, but it, but yeah, no real, real meat. Yeah. To a there's, story. No, there's no actual no. like, you know, stuff that you can go, Oh, I wonder what's no. going to happen because it's not there. Um, yeah. It was a good match. I just was like, it's one of them yeah. that you're not remembering. No, but it, but it, at least it's one of the things, at least it's not just a random match out of nowhere. There was a reason yeah, for it. hundred percent. It's just, it's just, it's just a, it's just that the reason wasn't that compelling. Uh, yeah. On my yeah. end. On your end no, either. no, exactly. Um, it's yep. just, um, I mean, like I've said all the times, you're not going to get a, a show from Dynamite that is literally going to be nine mm-hmm. out of 10 every single week. No. And you're not going to yep. get matches that are like absolute insane every single week on every single show. Um, yep. So that was just one of them. It was a good match. It was just, mm-hmm. there was more yep. on this show that yep. was you know a bit more i would say i think and i think the christian character is going to get a lot more interesting pretty soon when yeah the inevitable hill turn comes yeah on jungle boy <laughs> that's that's when it's going to kick in so um then we heard from santana and ortiz <laughs> who said win or lose they took a toll on ftr in the match last week and a fiery Dax blamed Proud and Powerful for him having to watch his best friend nearly bleed to death at ringside. I and mean, this it, is it not showed no, that bit where he caught his. Oh my god, that was an oh! I'm not it, squeamish, yeah. really, but you can just either. imagine like oh, that was just like that was that gnarly, like yeah, horrible. It was. It was. This. It, it was really a serious situation, mm-hmm. and I. I, I love that. I don't love that it happened. Obviously, who would? That would be crazy. Um, but I love that they're they're able to use that. Yeah. And yeah, that match didn't end the way that we wanted it to end, or they wanted it. They had to hurt, rush the finish. But they're using that to fuel the the feud between them. It was an accident mm-hmm. that happened. But hey, you know, let's let's spin that into this and make it yeah. part of it. Don't you know? Don't waste. Even though it was an accident, we're not going to let that not be. You know, it's something that's not too serious where you can't use it in the story. So yeah, and um, I, so I they're going like, to use it to feel it. Yeah, I feel like AEW do that quite well. They do they take do. stuff like, you know, like, stuff that happens that you know isn't what? isn't mega mega serious. I'm not saying it's not serious, but not mega mega serious. Yeah. And they do use it to fuel stuff through, um, and yep. that like if you can. You might as well because it's a yeah, way you can kind of 
continue without having to kind of stop and start the feud. Mm-hmm. It's there. It happened. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like when, yeah, it's like when uh, Sammy Guevara threw that chair at Matt Hardy mm-hmm. and busted him open. He threw it too hard. I think it was kind of known when it happened that it wasn't intended or he picked up the wrong chair when it, I heard yeah. it was one that was heavy, heavier than normal. So mm-hmm. was it supposed to be as bloody and bad as it was? No, but they, it happened. It is what it is. Now, then they use that for yeah. to make the feud even even hotter than it was. So, um, some things I think are safe to use that way. Some things you mm. want to stay away from, not do it. But this is one I thought was perfect. Uh, yeah. I had to call an audible, but because of the audible, they use that, and they may make the feud even um, fierier when we get that rematch. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're going to get a rematch. It's not over. hundred percent. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, all right. Uh, so. So next, we had Tony Schiavone with AEW Women's Champion Britt Baker and Reba Rebel. They were in the ring, uh, but she was quickly interrupted by Red Velvet. And Velvet wants a little piece of DMD. Red Velvet said she is 22-4 and with seven straight wins and didn't have to cheat to get any of those wins. Britt ended up accepting the challenge from, uh, from Red Velvet for her title and said that Tony Khan will approve it because she's the golden girl. Then Reba tried to attack Red Velvet from behind with the crutch, but Red Velvet sniffed it out, went after Reba, but before she could, Britt Baker attacked her from behind. And by the end of this segment, Baker was standing with the title over Red Velvet. So we're going to get Red Velvet versus Britt Baker and Pittsburgh, correct? Mm. It's going to be on uh, rampage. Yeah the debut episode of rampage mm-hmm. so what do, you, what do you think about this and about the potential matchup i genuinely when this when red velvet came out i was like starting some mm-hmm. women division stuff mm-hmm. that's what this feels like it feels yep. like the you know the threads are being sewn and something mm-hmm. is starting especially with how the yep. rest of this match um rest of this show went with the women side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And was Red Velvet a bit healy? Kind of felt like it a little bit. Um, I think she was just really aggressive. Um, mm. It felt like back when um, Serena Deeb first started getting kind of aggressive. Sort yeah. of that feel, but, but verbally instead of physically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, So it could be aggressive, could be. Could be heel tendency. We'll see. And I also, I also love the line that Red Velvet came out with, with going, um, "Red is not your color." <laughs> I was like, "My goodness." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued for this because I generally think we're about to start seeing things develop. Well, at least I hope we do. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, yep. even though. I won't say there was only one women's match. The women's stuff was really strong in this um, show. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I am cautiously optimistic. My one worry with this would for Rev Velvet would be if they are her as a face in this match with Mm. and and Baker be the heel, that's going to be really hard to do in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, so if if they're gonna push Velvet as a face, I think they're maybe doing her a little bit of a disservice in that venue because mm-hmm. there's no way she's gonna get uh, 
cheered over Baker there. I would be shocked if she did. Um, I but, also I also don't think in any venue she'd get cheered over a bit, Baker. No, 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 true. But especially, especially oh no, 100% there, but I'm just saying it's yeah, like... True. I, I, I don't yeah. understand, like, Britt Baker is meant to be a heel, but she's so yeah. much more a tweener. She is. And uh, that kind of throws up the complication of whoever she faces, <clears throat> they've either got to be more face than her or more heel than her. But she's still mm-hmm. gonna get cheered. Yep. And I feel like the only person right you look at the people that are on that roster right now, the only person that's gonna rival her mm-hmm. with a reaction is Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh that's it. And I think that's inevitable. But I'll tell you what, uh Rev Velvet is somebody that I'm I enjoy her work in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think working opposite Baker over the next uh, you know, because we'll have a Dynamite before Rampage. So mm. I'm hoping we see a segment between them on Dynamite also. Because I yeah. just think her working o- opposite of her uh, is going to bring that character out of Red Velvet even more. Even if it's yeah. just for a couple of weeks. Uh, so looking forward to that match though. I think that that's yes. going to be a fun one. Uh, uh, next we had Dasha. Once again, Dasha was the busy one uh, tonight. Uh, you know, Tony did some work too. But, but Dasha is in the back with <laughs> With Andrade and Chavo again. And Chavo says it's okay if the Lucha Brothers don't join them because they found someone else. And that someone was Fuego del Sol. And the, the crowd cheered, and so did I for just a minute. But <laughs> I was like, hey, Fuego! Yeah! And then all of a sudden, Chavo uh, told him to shine Andrade's shoes. And that's when it took a turn for the worse. Uh, because uh, Fuego wouldn't do it, so uh, he got attacked for not not shining his shoes like he was told to. Uh, Chavo wanted this to be a message to the Lucha Brothers that they better join them. So Fuego was used as a message to send to the Lucha Brothers. Why 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 we got to be picking on Fuego? I mean, like <laughs> look, last week he gets kicked in the face by uh, by Malachi Black. Uh, and then now this week, you know, he's getting thrown against a, a wall or whatever by uh, by Andrade and Chavo. It's called hazing. So, <laughs> I guess, man. Man, poor Fuego. Okay. Yeah, I was. I. I, I don't. I didn't like this segment. Okay. Just because I of just, the Fuego. Hey. No, no, it just felt a bit too. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't fit with how AEW normally does stuff. I got you. you I was excited just, for just for, for just a minute because I thought Fuego yeah, was with them. <laughs> it was just the whole like shining shoes thing. Yeah, I, I just kind of felt a bit. Um, it's like like I've said this so many times. Like I don't like WWE, but if you do, that's fine. Yeah, but it yeah. felt very WWE like to me a bit, and I was just like, yeah. we've seen them already. Why we? Why do we need this again? Like I, I yeah. think you got the message to Lucha Brothers when you spoke to them. Um, yeah. I just, nah, 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 nah. Nope. All right. Nah. Uh, next, we had Tony Schiavone again, and this time he was with Hangman Adam Page in the ring. He wanted to clarify things about what Page was trying to say earlier with uh, him uh, 
basically splitting up with the Dark Order. But before he could get really anything said, out came the Super Elite Squad, or whatever we're calling them now. Um, Hangman says he's glad they were there because uh, he had something he wanted to say to them. But Omega was thinking that Paige wanted to rejoin the Elite. Uh, Adam Page said, no, 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 that's 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 not it. I was happy you uh, said Omega, that. You said you that, happy so you said that. I want to do. I was like, thank yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're good. Uh, but Omega said that that was fine because things have changed in the Elite since Page left. There's no room for losers. Uh, Hangman didn't appreciate that, and uh, he decided to do some uh, cowboyish. And he attacked Omega. Quickly, the Elite took over because, you know, he was outnumbered like 20 to 1 out there. I'm not sure how many of them were out there. But they, the Elite quickly took over. The Good Brothers dropped Paige with a magic killer. That's when the Dark Order ran out, or they tried to run out. But Uno and Stu kept the Dark Order from getting into the ring because they want to respect what Paige had asked of them. They yeah. didn't want them involved. So it was kind of a sad moment. Then that's when Paige was, they pulled him up to his knees and had the the Young Bucks did multiple BTE triggers on Paige. Just kept kicking him. And the whole time Omega is saying, do it again, do it again, yeah. one more. Just kept on hammering it in. Then Frankie, the elite, the elite hunter, tried to come out and help. But, you know, obviously he's just one guy. So he takes out a couple of them, then he gets taken out. And then uh, to put a cherry on top, Omega takes the world title. He wanted to give Adam Page a good look at the world title that he doesn't think Page will ever have. Uh, and he gave him a good look at it because he uh, smashed him in the face with it. Rammed him in the face and, with it, basically. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, uh, the elite is standing over Page, who is uh, laying in the middle of the ring, a mess. Nobody to help him because, again, he wants to do this on his own. A sad, sad segment. You know, this is, yeah. this is a sad a sad night for our uh, our anxious millennial cowboy. Just put it that way. Yeah. I, this was like heartbreaking all over again. Just as yeah. he gets to the point where he accepts the Dark Order, gets his gear, and then the next week, that's mm. just, just sad. Just think about the high we were on uh, last week when that intro, the intro that started that show, that video package, the, the cowboy thing, and, and they were all together with, uh, you know, it just, it, the whole thing, the pose on the side of the ring, it just felt perfect. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then look where we are now. It's, uh, wow. Talk about taking a step back. But, Jesus. And I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I know they're, and we'll talk about that a little later, but I know they're, they're pushing right now, it looks like, um, Christian as the number one contender for the world title. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they're wanting you to think. I'm not letting go. I'm just letting you know. I'm not mm-hmm. letting go. Not letting go of the of my belief that Hangman Adam Page is going to face Kenny Omega for the world title at All Out. I'm not letting so go of that. So when they announced the graphic for All Out and it says Christian P. Kenny, you're still going, no, 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 no. I'm no, still. I will not. I will not believe it until the bell rings and Christian and Kenny are in the ring together. I'm not going to believe it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to die on this hill. It's, I'm telling you, it has to be. Died it with Hangman. Then <laughs> it has to be Page and Omega at All Out. It has to be. I'm not letting go. 
Not letting go. Not letting go, Sarah. I, I, I fear that A, you're going to be disappointed. And also, Rose on that door from the Titanic <laughs> said she wasn't letting go. And she let that guy sink to the bottom, man. And the room on you... the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll never let I'm go. Not let... I'll never let go. Bye. I'm not letting <laughs> I'm not let... I'm not letting Hangman sink on this one. Nope. Get on the door with me, Hangman. There's a room. He wants to do it on his own. Let him be. <laughs> not letting go. Not letting go. All right. I'll let go. <clears throat> I'll, let, I'll let go of this segment, though, because we got to move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we heard from Dan Lambert from MMA's uh, America's Top Team. And he had a message for Lance Archer after being attacked by Lance Archer a few weeks ago on Dynamite. Dan says he'll be at Dynamite next week, and he'll have backup. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Lance Archer? <laughs> I have. I have. But it's pretty interesting to, to, to speculate on who he could bring in. Is it going to be somebody from the MMA side of things or is it going to be, you know, somebody Archer's facing his past. Could you imagine if this, like, like, ah, so you got a belt would be so sad if someone took it from you. Nah, man, <laughs> leave it. It's the New Japan belt. You're not having it. <laughs> Just <laughs> hold it down high, Archer. You can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, though, if it's going to be if, if they we've seen in recent weeks, we've seen New Japan folks on dynamite, so who does you know, he know from New he, Japan? I don't know. He he could know people. He's he's a person that can know people. He could okay. he could have connections in New Japan for all we know. Okay. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, that's all I'm saying is I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. We shall see right. you next week. It's gonna be somebody though. It's gotta be somebody. If it's an MMA guy, it, I'm sorry, I don't know who the hell okay. it is. But he's also he's also done some time. It sounds like that's in prison. But he's also done some <laughs> no, time. Yeah. In M- he's done some time. <laughs> <laughs> he's done some time. Might be a prison buddy. He's done some time in Impact also. So there's that. It could be somebody from Impact. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see who it might be. Mm. I think I'm a little more excited than you though. I just love. I was like, and I'll bring back up. <laughs> 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 you just see Archer wiggling his fingers. Ooh, the, I'm, I'm Lance Archer. Shaking. Everybody dies. Shaking in my boots. Oh my uh, it's not that I'm not excited. Right. I just love the thing. It's like, yeah, I'll bring back up. It's like, yeah, well, right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Your backup's going to lose. That's what's going to happen. Have you seen the guy's uh, legs? The like, you can almost like, you can make one stride across the ring, dude. Like, <laughs> back of all you want. Unless it's a truck, right. don't comply. Uh, next, we had the TNT title match between the underdog challenger, Lee Johnson. Big shoddy Lee Johnson. And God's champion, Miro. And this was... Um, Big shoddy got a lot of offense in in this match. Yeah. A lot more than I expected. Yeah, than I thought, yeah. Yeah. He looked great, and I feel like this mm-hmm. was really uh, a coming out party for for yeah. Lee Johnson, even in a loss. We we've talked before about how uh, it seems like in AEW, so many people can come out of losses looking better when you wouldn't expect that. 
But I think this is one of those one of those times where I think Lee Johnson really elevated his his stock, even in this loss to Miro, uh, because it honestly probably gave Miro the best match Miro's had since uh, Lance Archer, uh, probably. So, but this is the finish after after a big frog splash from Lee Johnson. Uh, like Johnson's in control, you know, of this match at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, he then he tried to lift Miro up. And that was the problem. He couldn't keep him up. Even I him. could have told him not to do that. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so he dropped Miro and took a thrust kick from the TNT, cha- TNT champion, mm. followed by the game over, and Johnson tapped out. End of story. Miro is still TNT and God's champion. Miro is one scary dude. He's He's bad. He's bad. But my God, does he look absolutely amazing when he gets going, jeez. He is <laughs> he does. ginormous. Do you know what I think AEW should do? You know how they have what? like um, multi-man matches? Yeah. They should do like, um, you know, an eliminator match, but with all the mm-hmm. big guys. Just like... To get a shot at Miro, or are yeah. you talking? You include Miro in this? Oh, I'm putting Miro in it just for the funsies. Okay, but yeah, it doesn't matter if just Miro like gets a, knocked out. But so you want just a, a a big man battle royale is what yeah. you want? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that would just be. I mean, you couldn't fit them all in the ring. <laughs> like they'd be like, "Excuse no. me, coming through. Excuse me." <laughs> we're just Brian Cage. We're I just going. Just need to go here. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call it the big, the big beefy battle royale. Yeah, that's it. We're gonna go. And with Paul that. White's gonna commentate <laughs> with Mark Henry. <laughs> I just oh, think that big, would be fun. Be, with big beefy commentators too. Yeah. Now I we just need a Will big, be- big there. beefy ref. Who's gonna ref this thing? We need a big beefy ref. We don't have a big beefy ref, do we? Just put Aubrey Edwards in it. She can sort that out. Ah, yeah, she's got it. She's got it. <laughs> But like uh, Will Hobbs, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Miro, Wardlow. Oh my God, Jake Hager. Ah, oh. uh, it's so fun. Yep, that could be fun. Book it. Book it. The big beefy battle royale. Big beefy. Big beefy. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next. Sponsored by a next. Yes. Uh, they announced that. The commentary team for Rampage. It's, mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be Taz, Excalibur. You gotta have Excalibur. Um, Mark Henry, which that's no surprise. But Chris Jericho is also gonna be a part of that announced team mm-hmm. for Rampage, which will be debuting next Friday, August thirteenth. Mark it on your calendars, boys still and girls. Still on uh, Friday the thirteenth. Still weirds me out. Yep, the thirteenth didn't move. It's still still on Friday. It's still there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a it's a four man announced team. I mm-hmm. wondered when they announced this if it's always going to be four guys or if it's going to be like rotating where Jericho's not there every week, you know, and maybe yeah. you know him and Taz kind of rotate in and out or something. So yeah, you gotta have I, Excalibur. I, you think Mark Henry's going to be there every week? Yeah, uh, I, I generally think like this might be just kind of like for this bit. Um, and then see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not, and this is legit how it's always going to be, it's great. But okay. you'd have thought Jericho might wrestle at some point on Rampage. Yeah. 
But I, I love that because we we both talked about how good he is on commentary. He's so this on is commentary. This is great. It adds a little a little spice to 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 rampage uh, I feel every week like, if Jared um, goes possibly going to be like, there. I feel like Excalibur is the one that's going to be holding this lot together. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he's he's that that the uh, the play by play guy. Yeah. So he's he's got to he's got to be the one that's just the glue uh, mm-hmm. because it, it could get a little wild with Jericho and Taz. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't heard Mark Henry on commentary, so I'm not sure how wild he gets. Uh, but uh, we know how Jericho <laughs> and Taz can be. So Taz and Excalibur are hilarious together. On the, yeah. the, the the bit I've seen, they're great. They great going back and forth. So that'll be fun for people, everybody on national TV to get to see that. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, look, this there's not many times that that we're gonna do a review of a commercial <laughs> on this show, and I'm not sure if you've even seen it or not because you Probably don't get not. the commercials over there. But the major PBR Pat's Blue Ribbon commercial. This is where it, it, it. This is where they placed it right here. Um, <laughs> this commercial was like a pool party filled with wrestlers. In this commercial, okay. we had Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Mark Sterling, Jade's legal advisor, Chelsea Green, and Hornswoggle, all at a pool party for the Pat's Blue Ribbon commercial that debuted tonight on Dynamite. I thought this was great. It was amazing. I can't remember every little thing that happened. You had Chelsea Green with a uh, a water gun filled with Pat's Blue Ribbon, and she would like shoot people with it, and like everything would become colorful and party like, you know. Yeah, it was like magical magical beer is basically what it made it look like. <laughs> but uh, just at, at one point, somebody had two twenty four pack cases of curling them, you know, like d- dumbbells. It was it was just a cool commercial. Go look it up on uh, on the Twitter. Go check it out. Mm. It's great. But I've never wanted to review a commercial until now. But I had to review this because I just thought it was so cool that Pat's Blue Ribbon, you know, they they took Domino's to task for the whole fiasco <laughs> with the pizza cutter thing uh, last week, and they like really went to town trying to get a spot on Dynamite to uh, to advertise, and it worked. They did. They put this commercial together, and here we are. Wow! That's, you're not going to see this kind of stuff on WWE television. You're not going to see this. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff you're only going to see when you're watching AEW. It's it's great, amazing, amazing work by those guys. I thought it was fantastic. Kudos. If you don't follow Pat's Blue Ribbon on Twitter, follow them. There's a lot of AEW content coming from that from that Twitter handle. Check them out. <laughs> and I don't drink. This is coming from a guy that doesn't drink. I don't drink, but I fully support Pat's Blue Ribbon. It's great. All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm telling you, I loved it though. Just excited about that commercial. Um, I'm just smiling in English because I have no idea what the hell you're on about. <laughs> I'll send you that that link too. Yeah, you I'm gonna send you a lot. Of, I'll be sending you a lot of videos of Juventud Guerrero and Pat's Blue Ribbon. Okay. It sounds weird. Sounds weird when I say it out loud. Um, <laughs> next, we had Tony Schiavone with Christian Cage. Uh, after his win earlier, Christian is now the number one contender for the world title, and. He made it known that he would be in Pittsburgh next week for Dynamite and Rampage. So he's the number one contender now, officially. Uh, mm-hmm. He's past Jungle Boy because I think Jungle Boy was number one in the rankings going into Wednesday. 
So he just he just left Jungle Boy to number one. Uh, so what do you think we're going to get from Christian in uh, Pittsburgh? I have no idea see, yet. Are we going to um, have something between him and Jungle Boy? Is he going to confront Kenny Omega? Because he's not going to get the title match at all out with Kenny Omega. So they might as well just have their match there in Pittsburgh. That's what should just happen. Because we know who he's facing at all out. It's Adam Page. Okay, I'll shut up. When um, when Tony Schiavone was interviewing him, he said that he came back to cement his legacy and win championships. Yes. What's yep. better than good? I'm elite. Mm-hmm. So, he did say that. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see where we go next. I jumped onto the rankings. And now this is as of mm-hmm. Wednesday, the 4th of August. And he's yep. still number two, and Jungle Boy is number one. Yeah, I think he officially moved to number one during the show. Like those rankings well, came out before the show. It. Yeah, it, it, they don't update them officially until every Wednesday. So that's the first time I've noticed them actually, I think, mention somebody leapfrogging somebody during the show. But they mm-hmm. made a point to mention that here. Yeah. That the rankings came out before the show, but during with his win against Blade, they're saying he. Yeah. He moved past Jungle Boy. And we know that we think there's going to be something between him and Jungle Boy. So it's mm-hmm. it's not by accident that they announced that on the show. Yeah. That he, he just moved past Jungle Boy. Mm. Mm, just, just saying. It's going just to be saying. an interesting one. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting when Jungle Boy and Christian face it all out. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> not letting go. Uh, next, we had The Bunny versus Layla Hirsch. And I got this wrong last week. I thought this was a uh, eliminator match for a, for a title shot for the AEW women's title. Uh, missed that because it's it's actually for a shot at the NWA women's championship. Yep. And the champion, Camille, was at ringside. The best friends came out with Layla Hirsch, too. I think Christian mentioned that in his yeah. uh, in his, his interview his, his uh, with Tony Schiavone that she was going to have some best friends with her. And Chris Statlander obviously was out there with them. Just want to point out that Nala was at ringside also. Mm. And there was a little bit of a stare down between Statlander and Nala. So we talked about things getting rolling with the women's division. This uh, is what I was talking ma- about. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what you were alluding to. We got we got that yeah. going. So could see something between Statlander and Nala Rose in the future. But love this match. Uh, uh, it was... It, it, to me, it's one of my favorite match, favorite women's matches in a while. Mm. And I think uh, the bunny looked great to me. Uh, yeah. Layla Hirsch shine in this. My goodness, uh, didn't she just? She'd have, yeah, so so in the end, you know, submission moves played a big role. But yeah. she, she caught her with that arm breaker, and the bunny kept trying to resist. And she finally snapped that arm back, and uh, the bunny tapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked pretty vicious, too, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way it, it was done. <laughs> Layla Hurst just I tell she looks just I mean she's that she looks like a powerhouse fireball. Man. Yes, she she does. And she was booked that way in this match. Love this mm-hmm. match though. But afterwards, just want to point out Camille, the NWA women's champion, came into the ring and that woman is huge. I didn't realize yeah. like how tall she was, but especially in contrast yeah. to Layla Hurst, that really gave off that. Uh, David versus Goliath kind of yeah. feel to where going to try to conquer the giant, which yeah. makes the match 
it makes the match even more appealing to me because we yeah. just somebody that's a su- submission type wrestler like Layla Hirsch showed that she could be. That's the kind of person that could beat somebody that big, mm-hmm. that, you know. And that's that's what you need. She's got that uh, the size difference is there, but she's got that edge because she's such a, a submission based wrestler. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that match. Uh, did they announce if it's going to take place on Dynamite or if it's going to be on an NWA show? I have no idea. Okay, but I'm just I'm saying if it does take place on the NWA Power, I will tune in for that. I will watch yes, that match. 100%. I will I'll watch. Yep. So, so what do you think about this whole thing? I mean, absolutely amazing match. Um, mm-hmm. Like they both did like amazing work, like the bunny and. Uh, Layla Hirsch, but Layla Hirsch shone in that match. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but she just seemed to just go to town. Like she just, it was just mm-hmm. non-stop. Oops. Just her. I like, like I said, the bunny yeah. was there and stuff, and obviously, it's like she's, you know, a good wrestler as well. But I don't. I think it's just the fact that. Layla Hurst just really outworked that match, mm-hmm. and it was just one move after another. It, yeah. Especially with the uh, with the submission moves, it was like hey, if this doesn't work, she went to something else, and yeah. you know it was just really boom, boom, boom. She was very mm-hmm. aggressive. Um, yeah, so and so some athletic. People, somebody agrees with you because we saw a sign that said um, "Legit Layla Hurst Team Taz." Yes, yeah, I, I retweeted that, and then um, I got into a, a conversation with. Uh, seven deadly one on Twitter, mm. and uh, yeah, he had mentioned it a while back. He had commented on, on a post of Taz's, mentioning that he would love to see Layla Hirsch and Team Taz. And Taz took uh, and had an issue with it, mm. and actually commented back, uh, didn't want people trying to recruit for him. Uh, mm. So it was it was interesting that he said he had a little bit of a a Twitter beef, I guess, with, with Taz uh, about trying to, cause, cause he thought the same way as, as, as I did about wanting to get uh, Layla Hirsch with team Taz, but instead of yeah. that person with the sign. So, you know, I think a lot of people do feel that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't seem that the direction they're going to go though. Uh, she's yeah. now kind of hanging with the best friends a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see though, but yeah, I would love to see her with team Taz. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Though. Um, but yeah, really interested to see Camille versus Hirsch. That should be an interesting matchup. Uh, and hopefully it's on Dynamite. But if not, again, I'll follow that to NWA Watch. Because um, next we had Mark Sterling and your girl, Jade. Yes. Uh, and they were there to let us know why she hasn't been wrestling. It's been because they've been working on signing endorsement deals. Working on the Jade brand. Hashtag Jade brand. Uh, but she'll be returning to the ring this Monday on Elevation because she's that B. Yeah. So you excited that uh, that Jade is going to be back in action again? Hundred percent. Right. Like I, I, I need her on TV now. I've waited too long, and this is what I was saying at the start. This, even though there was just one women's match, the women's segments felt mm. a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. part of the show. A lot more prominent. Yeah. Which Agreed. I'm going to say is a good step forward. Baby steps. Mm. But still, step, steps forward, though. Yes. 
Uh, next was the main <laughs> event. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Wow. Let's talk um, about Malachi. Malachi Black making his in-ring debut oh, against goodness. the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. He's um, no nightmare. Yeah. The true nightmare was that entrance. The Malachi Black entrance. Oh, my goodness. Like, the mask, the tunnel silhouette, the, the, the way the lights went out at certain moments and came back on and he had moved, you know, the spotlight as he's sitting crisscross applesauce in the middle of the ring. I mean, it's just that's that's that whole that entrance was like, take a bow, you know. That that's great. I got tingles, dude. I was just like, <laughs> he's dark and twisty. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna say it. I think WWE missed the freaking boat with this dude. 100%. I mean, miss the boat. I'm not sure what they were thinking, but you you watch this one match with him. I know it's one match, and it's the intro and one match, but you can see superstar mm. creativity oozing oh my goodness yeah all over all over the screen when he's on when he's on there he understands his character yes. um how they didn't see this i, I don't know I don't, and i know they have a whole different vision for things it is what it is but i'm glad he's made it here i'm glad he's mm-hmm. in aw because that was that was the thing of beauty yeah um and what's really interesting is um like I've said that my best friend doesn't like wrestling, but I have another best friend mm-hmm. and he's um, he used to watch wrestling. Okay. Yep. So he knows mm-hmm. who Sting is. He knows who, you know, Paul White is, mm-hmm. Jericho is, all this type of stuff. And I told him that um, who was Alistair Black is now Malachi Black and is now in AEW. Mm-hmm. And he legitimately said, I was obsessed with him in NXT. Let me know huh. what he does. So I sent in some stuff today, and all I got huh. back was, oh, my goodness, he looks amazing. And I was like, can I hook him into this? And I was just like, the rumor is yep. CM Punk. Might... And he was like, what? I was like, yeah. He was like, right, when that happens, let me know. I'm coming to your house. I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> got it. Oh, got you. Um, so yeah, so even he reeling a man, reeling a man, hasn't watched wrestling for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. It's like every time he sees me put something about AEW on my Instagram or something, he's like, So, what's going on now? There, then what's happening? Mm, yeah, like, so this is like speaking his interest, and like, he hasn't like seen it for a very, very long time. But he yep. still remembers these people that he liked that when he watched. Yep. And these are piquing his interest. So that just shows this can still yep. get people, even if they've not been around wrestling for years. Yep. It can still connect with it still with, connects. With old fans, new fans, laps I fans. Sent him, yep. I sent him the entrance as well of Malachi Black. And I just got loads of like shocked emojis. So I know he likes it. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I'm so excited. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The the end of this match though, it it, it was so. Oh, the end was beautiful. This is, this, this is a quick match. Uh, it it yep. was uh, 
reminded me of when Brody Lee yes. beat Cody so quickly. That's yes, what it yes, reminded yes, me yes, of. Yes. So so Cody was up on the top turnbuckle and uh, going for you know a high risk maneuver. Not sure mm-hmm. what he was going for. Black executed a <laughs> leaping kick onto Cody what, in the turnbuckle. Yeah, just connected perfectly connected cody fell off the top turnbuckle through a table smashed he's in a heap yeah and then malachi black just sits in the middle of the ring and waits for cody to get up you know if he is he going to be counted out is he going to get up whatever but malachi just sat and waited for him uh so cody finally got back into the ring barely beat the 10 count but then was smeared by a spinning kick you know what was formerly called the black mass not sure what they're going to call it in AEW, and maybe mm-hmm. they could still call it that, but spinning kick to Cody's face, knocked him out cold, and Malachi Black pulled out the foot on Cody's chest pin. Like, just put his foot on him. Didn't just, pin him just normally. No, just no fanfare just, or anything, just no, that. No, just, I'm, I'm going to put one foot, and that's it, because I, he knew he was knocked out cold. He wasn't getting up. He didn't have to pin him. Uh, so, one, two, three, the message was sent. And Malachi oh, yeah, Black... Malachi Black did his job, and then he left. And that's that's when uh, Tony Schiavone came into the ring, and uh, Cody's a little groggy. You know, he's trying to uh, trying to get himself back up. Tony kind of helps him. Cody decides to uh, address the Jacksonville crowd, uh, referring to Daddy's place as the AEW Amphitheater, which was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave a short, you know, recount of how he had got to this moment. And now he, Kenny, and the Bucks, you know, created this revolution. Uh, not just an alternative, but competition. Wink, wink. <laughs> and that he will forever be tethered to these guys. And, and that he thanked everyone there. And then he went to take his boots off. And like, what? Like, is he retiring? Because mm-hmm. that's a, symbolically when you take your yeah. boots off and leave them in the ring, you're retiring. Like, what? He's retiring, like Cody. But this, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. I realize, I realize you just got your head kicked off, and you know. But come on, uh, just as rumble, he, surely. I uh, know. Like, so rash. Uh, but just as he got the first boot off, Malachi attacked him from behind, sending Cody back to the mat. The show goes off the air with Black holding Cody's boot with a grin on his face. Oh my goodness. Where can I start? So, it's all yours now. Mm-hmm. I know you've been God. waiting. I've been waiting since <laughs> half 11 this morning to talk about this match. And now you're like, Woody, oh. shut up. Oh. Shut up. Let me talk. God, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we know. I watched the show. Just let me talk. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So, so is yours. I love this. Like, how could No, really? This, like, talked to my dark black heart. It's like, you'd be running away from this. I'd be running towards it. Um, (laughs) Somebody walks out with demon antlers on. I'm out. I'm not fighting that dude. I'm not fighting that dude. I'm joining. (laughs) We're now friends. Um, I was just like, I had no idea what to expect. And then when I saw this, I was like, wow, we're going to, like, that like that space oh goodness um and then like i i didn't know what to expect from the match as i was like 
like some of these guys that have come in after they've like left WWE and then obviously they've come to AEW, they started off wrong, um, mm-hmm. in my view. Like, and then they've had to like backtrack a bit and like start again type thing. Um, so I was slightly nervous going into this because I was like, oh, please, whatever you've got planned, just make it so, you know, we get the version we're sticking with and there doesn't need to be like any, you know, resets or anything. Um, and then he just starts by knocking his face off. Um, and I was like, great. I, li- I like how it's going. Yes. And we know that yep. big Cody, Cody person. Um, yeah. Just a character. I always reiterate, just the character, not mm-hmm. the guy. The There's a difference. Um, so, yeah, I know I was just like, <laughs> what, are, what are you guys going to be doing now? And as it progressed and stuff, and he ended outside on the table. And then Malachi Black just sat in the middle. I was just like, okay, then. Um <laughs> I think you just like like KO'd him out of the ring. Like that's it. He, he's done. Um, and then obviously he managed to get back in. Like, please do not ruin this. Like I was so like getting more and more nervous as this was going. I was just like, please don't ruin this. And the crowd was amazing. Like, can I just say? Like they were yes, yes. there. Um oh yeah. And then when Cody went up to the top. And then came down and met Malachi's boot in his face. Then Cody dropped and like wasn't going to move. So when Malachi then put his foot on Cody as in pinning him, you have no idea how much I was smiling. (laughs) (laughs) I was so much relief came over me going, Oh, they've not ruined him. Oh my god. Like they're actually this is actually how I wanted it. And just that like yeah, look what I did. And then he just walks off. I was just like, everything that I want from this guy, he's just giving me in that match. Like that complete air of, yeah, I know, I know I'm good. Uh, I can kick people's faces off and I'm just gonna, just gonna go now. I was just like, awesome. And then I was like, hang on a minute. There is more of this show left. Yeah, there's so, like five minutes left. Yeah, yeah. and I'm there going, so what are we doing? Because you don't leave a bit of this show for nothing. There's always a reason. No, there's something. And, there then, was Cody something. St- and then Cody started talking. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what are we saying I- now? <laughs> I- nobody uh, does these rah-rah speeches, though, no, Cody. Uh, they these- don't. But, like, I'd just Cause- seen his face get knocked off. Yeah. Stay down. <laughs> Stay down for a very long time. Yeah. Like, don't start getting up and like talking. <laughs> and then don't yeah. be given a but... crutch and then don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when Tony handed him the crutch, I was like, that's like tiny. It's like a tiny crutch. Like, yeah. <laughs> it looked like I just. And then like, he just it, leaned it. I was just like. I'm just, I'm just, Cody was like, this is too small for me, man. I'll just stand up but he did sell it i mean like to yeah. his i mean he did sell it, it. i'm not saying that he didn't sell it yeah i'm just saying i just he acted real groggy. to get up and started no. giving like a two minute but monologue <laughs> i had a feeling when he started getting real like sort of emotional i'm like he's about to like act like he's gonna either retire or say he's gonna step away for a while and at first i thought you're kind of still in the spotlight from 
Malachi Black. But yeah. but I thought that by him doing that was saying that Malachi just made me realize that I'm not what I thought I was, or maybe I need to hang it up. And I think that's so while it was if a part of me was like you're still in the spotlight, there was another part of me going, Well, this is because of what Malachi Black did. Mm. So it's yeah, I'm this is why he's doing one. it. I definitely thought but, it was like kind of taken away from the moment of what we've yeah. just seen. Um, yeah, I feel but I also like kept you... thinking, please let Malachi come back out, and that yeah. would be that would save it, and it did happen. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, if if you wanted to do something like that instead of taking away from the moment, you could mm-hmm. have done this as like a video in for next week type thing. I um, thought that too, but, but I, and I what think... what I would okay. have like probably. Not preferred, but an idea that I thought of um, after the show ended would be to follow Malachi into the back and see mm-hmm. wrestlers and Tony Khan's reaction because Cody's like the top guy, like you know he's like meant to be like this, like you know overall like EVP man, like he's meant to be amazing, and like he yeah. puts all like all the young stars over and everything like this. So for someone to come in the first match, basically to kick his head off and then mm-hmm. pin him like he did and then just walk away, you'd expect it to be kind of like an air of unease at the back. And I would yeah. have thought to follow him through and like like when Kenny took the bell and they followed Kenny through, Tony Khan was yeah. mad. Everybody was shouting at him. For him yeah. to walk to the back and everyone to be a bit uneasy and like a bit quiet and stuff, or like people whispering, and then for like him to get into a car and just like drive off, then to put to a... Cody kind of mm-hmm. still like in the ring, like what the hell just happened? Yeah, I like that. That's and that's it's something you could they could possibly still do uh, because I took it as, and you could play it this way to where I took it as Malika. Because he came out and sort of interrupted the retirement, mm. and I, I took it as him basically coming out and saying, "You're not going to retire until our, you're not done until I say you're done." Sort of yeah. thing. Like I'm going to be the one to put you down. You're not going to retire in your own terms. Yeah. So it's it's Malachi still controlling the situation, which I thought mm-hmm. made Malachi seem strong. Because I think if he didn't come out at the end, I would be a little bit like, eh. yeah. But with him coming back out, I think it leaves a little bit to where. It, you could do it where you know next week we get shown what happened backstage when Malachi went back went to the back. Yeah. So you get you get that alternate perspective, and you can mm-hmm. see him go to the back, and, and he's starting to leave, and he looks and sees Cody up and yeah. talking. He's like, and he's like, no, and somebody tries to stop him. He's yeah, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like this, this is he's not doing things on his term. You know, where yeah. it's that you see why he came back yeah. out, and it's maybe he was gonna walk away from it, but since Cody got back up, he decided to go do some more. You know, so yeah, that could be. I think I think there definitely needs to be something. an address of this from Malachi yeah. Black. Uh, even if they don't like, I would love them to do the backstage thing, but I have a funny feeling it's more going to be like a video or a promo. Um, probably so. Probably so. I would prefer the backstage thing just because. I like... Yeah. I just I don't know. It's just the stuff they can do. AEW they can do these things because. People aren't standing around, you know, reading lines type thing. They are just like, you know, functioning human beings. Um, so I feel like you could do that. Like they did it with Kenny. 
Um, and I think, like, to kind of put the unease in the roster, like, my goodness, Malachi Black is here. Like, if he's just done that to Cody, like, yeah, what, what should we, like, be super worried? What's like, he capable because, of? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know what? When I was watching the match, you know, I thought I'd be very interested, not just because of the two people, but for Derby and Malachi Black either to work against each other or to work together, if they worked against each other, the pace would be, oh. and Derby's selling would be yeah, beautiful. He that, makes everybody's he, he literally offense look like a million bucks. Flat so much, mm-hmm. like completely like. Um, but if they work together, yeah. if that's like like I said previously, like if they can kind of like start to, you know, because Darby's gone like I think a little bit more darker, not you know crazy, but just just little added yeah. touches like the fingernail gloves and stuff. It's just yeah. a bit. Just a bit more edgy on him. And if he could, like, if Malachi Black could lure him away from Sting. And I'm I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not sure Darby would be involved. Maybe, maybe so, but I'm I'm thinking the House of Black mm. might actually be the name of a faction. Yeah. Um I th- oh, think we know who I want in it. John. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Is it somebody that is somebody that's not on the roster yet? Mm-hmm. And somebody mm-hmm. that's rumored to have already signed a deal with AEW? Mm-hmm. Would her name be Ruby Soho? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, y- if y'all haven't heard, it, you know, yesterday it was kind of reported that she may have uh, may have signed with AEW. So, former oh. Ruby Wright, now Ruby Soho. So, we will see. We will see. AEW just, just say gets her, my heart going this year. Her 90-day... Her uh, Clause ends, I think, five days before yeah. All Out, mm-hmm. and there's that women's battle royale. There is a there is that Joker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to wait if and you, see. If this. you can't so. tell, I'm slightly excited for that. Um, yes, but yeah, this so. this match was insane. Am I happy that Cody got his face knocked <laughs> off? Yes. yes. Am I even she happy is. that it was Malachi Black? Yes. Is this all character? Do we, yes. Yeah. Do we want Cody to retire? No. Yes. No. We don't want Cody. We do not. Do you? We do not want Cody to retire. No. No. I meant no. Who are, I meant no. Who are you going to hate on if if Cody's not around? You got to have somebody. The elite is still there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's plenty okay, of them yeah, guys point. going around. <laughs> all right. So. Next week, uh, a pretty good lineup for next week, too, um, which we're going to be – Dynamite's going to be in Pittsburgh next week for Dynamite and for Rampage. So on Dynamite, we have uh, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno of the Dark Order facing the Good Brothers, Carl Your Anderson, bestie. My, my bestie, yeah, and Doc Gallows for the Impact Tag Team Championship. Jericho is going to be uh, – <laughs> Killed yeah. by Wardlow. Yeah, it's gonna be the <laughs> the fourth laborer, Chris Jericho, and yeah, he may be killed by Wardlow with MJF. He's taking his ring- boots off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jericho's going to retire, not not Cody. Um, yeah, but MJF will either be refereeing or will be at ringside. One way or the other, MJF is going to be involved, uh, making sure this match is fair and square. Yeah, I'm sure. You okay. Um, Chris Statlander will go one-on-one with Nyla Rose. So there we go. Mm. And Dan Lambert has got a surprise for Lance Archer. He's got He's some bringing back. Up. Bringing back up. We'll just mm. see. We'll have to wait and see who it is. So, I hope yeah. they got ladders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if he brings somebody bigger than Lance Archer, we'll take it seriously. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I heard uh, I heard some some ideas out there thrown out by people. One was uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. That okay. would be nice. So, anyways, that looks like a, a pretty good show for next week yes. uh, in in Pittsburgh. Um, and then we got then we have uh, Rampage the Friday after that. So it'll be kicking off Rampage. Just before we go, as well. Yes. Yes. I just want to remind everybody to go look on my Twitter. Posted it yesterday. Amazing artwork from Slip Fudgeons of, <laughs> of our dear friend here, Woody, being yeah. welcomed to the House of Black by the one and only yes. Malachi Black. That, I'm telling you, is a beautiful piece of work. Not it because I'm gorgeous. on it. Not, not just because I'm on it. I mean, mm. yeah, what it is. But the Slick does he you know he knows he does awesome work did a great job with the with our logo for the podcast yep and for sarah's uh piece where Not she's with cody. cody yeah so but this one yeah is phenomenal it looks this so was a amazing surprise. yeah you i knew they were up know to about something. it did you uh no i didn't i knew y'all were up to something because i saw well, you, who did you, had, you think it was who did you think it was i i assumed it would be moxley um I assumed it was going to involve me getting hit with a barbed wire baseball bat or something. I don't know. Totally. It caught me off guard because I knew something was in the works. I figured it was, but uh, enough time had lapsed to where I'd kind of forgotten about it. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. And all of a sudden I get a message from Sarah. She's like, Hey, did you see what I tagged you in? Uh, no, I didn't see it. Oh my gosh. Look at that. <laughs> so a nice surprise. Great. Um, I, I couldn't be on a picture with a better person than Malachi Black. Exactly. Um, just, just in case he hears this, uh, don't kill me ever. You're awesome. You're awesome, dude. You and you and your little demon antlers are just awesome. <laughs> I, I got it's your back. Amazing artwork. Um, and yeah. Yes. Like, yes. I came up with obviously Malachi Black. I wanted that to be in there. Slick came up with the concept of him welcoming you to the House of Black. And Man. I think it just all works out perfectly. You and you're all white, Malachi and all black. <laughs> just wow, chef's kiss. Yeah, um, it's good and stuff. And I, I wanted you to wait. I didn't want to send it while you was on. Um, what you say is vacation, holiday, yeah, holiday, um, holiday. Um, so I said, to Slick, I was like, it's perfect timing for us to send tomorrow because Malachi Black debuts. And always one hundred percent forgotten what this is. He's forgotten yeah. that we even talked about this. This has been going on behind your back for a few weeks. That's all right. There are good surprises, and this mm. was a good surprise. Thought it was Definitely. awesome. Awesome work yeah. as always, slick as always. So if you're not uh, following yeah. him, go follow him and get some art. Go follow him because he's brilliant. At Fudgeons, go yes. follow him now. 
Um, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Dynamite. We hope you enjoyed us talking about it because um, we enjoyed watching it and we enjoyed talking about it. Um, yep. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye.